and welcome to Ladies in the Lead. I'm Joan Garner and I'm your host and it's week five. I can't believe it's week five already. This episode is Blake and Zane Ehlers and they're from Tifton, Iowa and you are going to find out what a dynamic, amazing duo these sisters really do for each other. I can't begin to tell you I have just been so in awe of their competitiveness, their hardworking, the daily commitment they make, but also how they have a, they have a 10 year gap. So how Blake has really taken on Zane and how Zane looks up to Blake. And I think you'll chuckle when you hear, how is it all going in the barn? And she'll say, Blake will say, well, we fight a lot. And I think if you've ever had a sister or if you've ever had a sibling in the barn, that's pretty true. This week, um, it really showcases, I think, the opportunity for family to really be highlighted. I just love how they work so hard together as a family and they set family goals. And yet the girls are really allowed to be such a, a big part of the breeding, the production aspects. And I just love how Zane comes through at the end with just try. Oh, you guys, it melts my heart. It melts my heart. I um, am at the State Fair this week putting this together and I've seen so many of you at State Fair and I can't thank you enough for all the love and support. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I have. Keep listening. We'll see you out there on the road, you guys. I can't wait to tell each and every one of you about these special ladies. So week five, ladies in the lead, I introduce to you Blake and Zane Ehlers. guys and welcome. Thanks for being here today. I'm Joan. I'm your host today for Ladies in the Lead, the same of the podcast for those of you uh, who are just joining in on our first episode. And I am with Blake and Zane Ehlers today. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. 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 Just came in from doing some ultrasounding yes, in the barn. Yes, we did. Doing on sheep? Yes, yeah, sheep and goats actually. So. so are you raising goats now or are you just doing that like... No, we aren't, we aren't per se raising goats, but uh, just... Getting them in and I heard you, them as I heard, Yeah, because I heard you started this new business with your like we your dad did. had this idea. We did. And you guys are the good labor. Is that right? Yes, we are. <laughs> we don't get paid for it, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure you get food and board. Well, room and board, right? Yes. What's your favorite part of the goat scene? Um when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When they leave, you get them in pretty fast, though, right? Turn yeah, them we try to we try to limit the amount of time they're here as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so for people who don't know, you're like getting, you're buying them. I mean, yeah. Literally at sale barns, you're trying to find recipes, right? Getting them in. No, and- so we actually um we try to buy large groups, mm-hmm. um, less from the sale barn as possible. Mm-hmm. Hopefully minimal, none. Um, normally, if they're at the sale barn, they're there for a reason. Yeah, true. Um, so most of the groups we actually get in are from Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. So right um, off of a farm? Right off, right off the ground, um, down there and on the dirt. So they, it's a big adjustment normally for them to come up here and they're normally, um, not fed uh-huh. as much as they're just on grass or yeah. on the lots. And so it's a big adjustment for them to get turned around. And so we feed them a little bit, get them. In good enough condition where we think they're in the appropriate stage to 
get AI'd and mm-hmm. resell them. That's what the purpose is, to sell them as recips. And, and these aren't Borgos. <clears throat> they're not. We have found that the Borgos is actually the least likely one to get bought. And so normally <laughs> we wind up with a handful of those, actually, and they normally just get resold or something. Resold out. Normally people just don't like those. So. Yeah. How many goats have you guys processed, do you think, in the last couple months? Uh, so we actually just started this big endeavor here in oct- last October, and I don't want to say we're over a thousand by now. So over a thousand. Yes. Wow. Good job. You would never think it, just because there's no one that no one ever sees that total, but mm-hmm. just because they're in and out so often that there's always some out there, never a thousand, but maybe like three hundred. Yeah, and then you're time. selling them in groups, right? Like mm-hmm. selling them. Yeah. Selling them off in like groups of ten or like, groups of ten, groups of. 60, 100, you know, Depends whatever what people want. want. And so, you know, every kind of, every person wants a little bit something mm-hmm. different. So we try to meet the customer's needs to the best of, their, of our ability. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. It's been cool, huh? Yes, it's been a big learning experience. What's, what, what was the one thing you've learned the most from it? Zane, what do you think? Um, how to bleed a goat. How to bleed a goat. And tell everybody why you're bleeding the goats. To see if they're pregnant or not. See if they're pregnant or not. Yeah. Because you're obviously selling a recip, so you don't want them to be bred, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a very hard recip to get bred if they're already bred. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So are you doing the stick in and getting the pulled? Well, I guess so. Yeah, so. Sometimes. <laughs> I heard you get to trim feet. You get to do all that too, huh? Mm-hmm. At least it's warmer now. Yeah. It's a little cold. But it gets a little hot. I mean... I know, and goats are hot and hairy and all sorts of Normally, stuff. Normally, they're actually easier to bleed when they're a little bit cold. So, yeah, their jugular pops a little bit better. So, cool. Oh my gosh, who would have thought, huh? You're yeah, going to be who doing this. Thought? I know, but you know, like we were talking about, um, you know, in this podcast, we talk a lot about your stock show um, careers and what you guys have been up to. So, tell me a little bit about uh, what you guys like to show. And I mean, I know what you like to show, but tell me what you guys have shown in the past. Zane, what are you showing this year? Um, I'm going to sell pigs, sheep, and cows. Pigs, sheep, and you're a three-species kind of girl, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. And tell me, uh, I know I've seen your heifer because we were we got to go to Exarvin together and show her. How's she doing? Good. Good. And do you have another one besides her? Yeah. Okay, what do you got? Uh, her twin sister. Yeah. <laughs> you got the twin out? Is she red too, just like her? No, she's black. She's black. With a white star on her forehead. So what's her name? Conchita. Conchita. You guys have the best names. <laughs> How did you come up with that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? They all have some kind of name like that. We've got like Rosita, Conchita, Marie. Lolita, Maria. I'm not sure how they got it. Probably off of some old Western show that Dad likes to watch. Probably so. And she's home raised. They're home raised, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things you guys do a lot is raise your own stock that you show. Yep. So you've shown lambs, Blake, and you showed yes. cattle, and you showed yes. hogs. Yes. yes. What was your first thing you showed? Sheep, most definitely. We, uh, as a kid, we always tried to get on jackpot as much as possible, especially with me. They never really got that experience on the sheep side of things, or hasn't yet. To jackpot but, the sheep? Yeah, but we we have jackpotted the pigs here quite a bit the last couple of summers, so maybe mm. someday we'll get back into that. Yeah. But. So how old were you when you had your first lamb? I don't know, probably five or so. I'm not sure. I don't know when we officially started in the sheep business. I know initially my parents both grew up on uh, on showing cattle and sheep kind of was just something we got into and eventually got taken over by my uncle. And so now there's 
we don't really partake in that as much as we'd like. But yeah. Because the U's got moved. They got they moved They did out get moved, yes. But they're doing big things out they there. They are doing yeah. big things. Yeah, that's really cool. Zane, what was your first thing you ever showed? Um, Heifer, calf, bottle oh, calf, lamb? Lamb, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pocahontas. Why, was it a bottle lamb? Um, or was it like just a sure. leftover? She was just a little itty bitty thing, I remember, at the county fair in the open show. Oh my gosh, St. Pocahontas. That's so funny. Well, one of the things that I love about what you guys have done over the years is you really did start, I think, a whole new world for yourself with the pigs. Mm -hmm. Tell me how you got involved with showing hogs. How did that come about? Yeah, so originally we had no interest in showing pigs whatsoever. Obviously, (laughs) the sheep and cattle thing kind of took over and never really thought we were going to get into it. And it was actually once the Cedar County Fair turned it non-terminal dad always said we would show in it once and how many years ago was that i want to say i was either uh i want to say i was probably a sophomore in high school when we started showing pigs and we bought a couple pigs off of um kill boyson and showed them and that's kind of where we got started we those were the very first sows we ever farrowed out and they kind of started out for us and we have a couple generations now of them Mm -hmm. but um that's where we got started and then where, where did the passion for the pigs come from? Like, who likes the pigs more? Who do you like? Who likes the pigs most? I like the baby pigs. You like, like the, the babies baby. the best. But the big ones? I'm not sure. I think I like the big ones better just because, you know, they really gain a personality. And, yeah. you know, you get to see them grow from, on our side of things, you get to see them grow from in the crate to yeah. about to Pharaoh or babies think, on the ground. So. You know, one of the things that's always been interesting about you guys is that you know, when you jump into something, it's not just, I bought the pig and I'm going to have it for the next five months. And then we, you know, we mm-hmm. get a barrel or whatever and we get rid of it. You really jumped in with guilts mm-hmm. and I mean, you jumped in with both feet. You're like, let's start breeding these things. Let's start figuring it out. And, you know, saying you said you like the baby pigs, you're out there farrowing with them. I mean, you're folks really believe that these are your guys' sows. Like, you guys know mm-hmm. everything that's going on out there. We just said before we came on air that Blake's got the perfect hand size for pulling <laughs> pigs. So you know that, I mean, you guys are really experienced. What would be the biggest surprise to you two both about owning those pigs and start farrowing and, and, and making that a part of your guys' stock show experience? Mm. I think the biggest thing was, like, making the adjustment of, like, the different breeds, like, how each individual breed gets like a different type of care to that oh explain that more so what kind of which breeds do you guys have out there um so like we have crossbreds yeah (laughs) and we actually dabble a little bit in the yorks we have one we had one york sow this year that we farrowed out so yeah she was the start of it all so what would be the difference between like your duroc and your crossbred what would you do zane that would be different um from if like from a york you would, from York to a Duroc, you would normally, we tan the Durocs yeah. to make them darker, like mm-hmm. have a darker complexion. I know, I know. And I think you guys, how many pigs you got this year? Mm, too many. I think right now we have about 15 in the barn. 15 all home raised? Yes. And you sold a bunch this year, didn't you? Or you sold some? Uh, not, well, we sold, I want to say we only really sold one. I, we kind of haven't really got into that stage of, our business yet we're not we're kind of just doing it for fun and for ourselves and so i don't think the selling or sales part of 
our business has come into play yet. I mean, hopefully, I mean, we've got one down. Maybe next year we'll aim for two, but... Okay, that's good. At least one's out there on yeah. the road, right? And you can go yeah. cheer for it. I know. Well, part of the thing of Ladies in the Lead is, is the little catchphrase is, she stock shows. And if I said to you, Zane, you stock show, or Blake, you stock show, what does that mean to you? What does that mean that you're doing? Like, going out, showing with, like, my family. It's mm-hmm. That's mostly what I think about it is. Yeah. yeah. So, exhibiting and taking care of the animals. What yeah. about you, Blake? I think it's more of an educational side of things, because I think what we do is to learn and learn. Obviously, mm-hmm. the whole pig thing is completely new to us, and we're continuing to learn. And so, mm-hmm. I think that the livestock industry is educational on, in a lot of aspects, and I think people kind of take that for granted and you know we need to know that there's a different side to the industry and that no not the only thing is just showing in the ring but Mm -hmm. or getting a purple ribbon is there you can actually get something out of it Mm -hmm. for the future yeah do you guys see yourself if you had to identify yourself as because some people would say i'm a producer i'm a fitter i'm a clipper i'm a you know, a photographer, I'm a, what, what do you see yourself? Like if you were to say, you know, if you were showing hogs, would you say, Hey, I'm the producer and owner. Would you say I'm the showman? What would you say? Like, how would I you would identify say yourself? I'm the breeder. You're the breeder. Okay. Yeah. Zane, what would you say? I'm mostly the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably somebody's got to show up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say that about lambs too? Yes, because, I mean, those sheep, I mean, no, they're not here, and we don't raise them, but our sheep were the ones that got it started yeah. for the for yeah. I mean, it's in the family. Yeah, it's, so it's in the back. blood. And, and, like, would you say that about your heifers? Yeah. What, that you're the showman, you're the owner, you're the breeder, you're the producer? A little bit of multiple. Yeah, like, you really take ownership in it, don't you? Yeah, I think yeah. being a breeder probably is the most rewarding thing out of all of it is when people ask oh where'd you get that one from Mm -hmm. it's like oh we raised that one like that one's out of our barn and they're like oh what's your name it's obviously (laughs) like we're we're a nobody we're i mean we're still getting into it on the pay side of things but yeah okay so how many years apart are you guys nine 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 years so when you started your first year zane this will be what your third year or your second second your second year Blake, you were, so you're nine years apart, so you had a senior year, then you took a year off, Mm -hmm. and then Zane, you started, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have to refer back to Blake on this one. So tell me about this. Like, your nine years of showing, you know, we get all this experience, we've had all this exposure. I mean, Zane, you've been coming along for nine years, (laughs) you've been seeing it, like, I know you've been playing in the wood chips and doing all that sort of stuff, but how do you think it looks different already from when you started, Blake, to when you're starting Zane? Like, what would you say is the biggest difference? Like, Blake, you're probably going to see it better. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, it comes down to we argue a lot. (laughs) Now, why are you arguing? I think it comes down to is that, obviously, she's had the exposure to it. So, Mm -hmm. she knows when I was a kid, it was all brand new. No, I didn't get to grow up traveling around with any big siblings and seeing seeing the world. But I think she got to see a lot of it. Uh And so she has a way better understanding early on than I did. And so I I think she thinks she already knows it, but I mean, she does, that's for sure. But we always try to get pointers and, you know, do the best we possibly can. Yes. The younger sibling always gets the benefit of the older's (laughs) experience, you know, whether it's good, bad or ugly. Don't we know that? I know. Sometimes it does get ugly, that's for sure. It does get ugly. I know. How would you say your first year went, Dane? Good? Yeah. Yeah. You showed pigs and you showed lambs. Mm-hmm. No cattle last year. You just started with your calf this year, right? We had, she had a heifer yeah. last, oh, last year. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gosh, you 
going jumping right in. That's mm-hmm. that is truly, I think, an example of family legacy there because <laughs> most first year students can't or first year foragers can't just jump into three species and get it done. Not us. We do it all. <laughs> I know that sort of thing. That's the truth about it all. Who would you say has been your biggest influence through all of this? Man, woman, grown up, sister, brother, whatever. Who's been your biggest influence? Probably Blake because like I always see her do the livestock and stuff. So like mm-hmm. I when I grow up, like I'll I see her do it, so like I'll learn that if that's what we're supposed to do, then that's what that's not what I'm supposed to do. That's a good one. Yeah. Like who was your who would you say? I'd say probably mom and dad. I think that we we do this as a family, and I think I mean regardless, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, They just teach us a lot of. Who's your biggest cheerleader? Definitely, I'm not sure who between the two. Who's the biggest critic? Dad. Dad. (laughs) Well, no, no, I should say critic. We'll say perfectionist. I think it's your mom's pretty competitive too. I don't know, and your uncles too. Yeah, I I think it's. I think dad's the biggest perfectionist, probably. I think he gets pretty anal retentive when it comes to that kind of stuff. I know. Um, but you've had some big goals, like, that you've accomplished in the, in, you know, in the last 10 years, because you're in year two, and you've been doing it for nine. Last year at FFA, you showed FFA State Fair, yes. right? Are you done now? Or do you have I'm not. Right? I have this year. I think we, we just found out that we, we thought that I had another year, but I think based on the rules, so I don't have another year. So I think this is my last year, sadly. But yeah, it's time to move on and do let someone thing. else do it. I know. How is it working together? Who does what? Who takes? Who does chores? Who does? You all have your own. Like you each work on your own animals. You tackle them as a group. I think it gets kind of hard just because we have so many different things going on. At least right now, since she's obviously still in school and. Yeah. Um, tom- tomorrow's going to change. A lot's going to change tomorrow, actually. Last day of school? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Big you... things are going to happen after Big changes that. in the barn, yeah. But um, we normally, our, our routine's our routine's pretty intense, probably for most people. I mean, we're up at 5.30 and get all of our chores done. And then at night, it's really when all the magic happens. We have, we do sheep legs every day. And, you know, that's... You rinse every day? Or? We rinse every day. And then... Obviously, heifers get done in the morning and then get reblown out and ready to go at dark. And then the pigs need walked at some somewhere in between. And uh, so all summer long, are you playing ball this summer? Yep. Softball or volleyball? volleyball. Yeah, I hear you're on a pretty good team, going to nationals, huh? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. A lot of people, you know, say that you can't do sports and do uh, the stock show thing together. What would you say to that? Um. Well, it's definitely not true. That's good. You can balance between going like to practice and doing your livestock. Mm-hmm. You can always meet in the middle. Yeah, but you gotta set your times, don't you? It's I know time, it's time management. Yeah, because Blake, you played a lot of volleyball, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you played a lot of club volleyball, yeah. and you did too. And your dad's a big volleyball, and your mm-hmm. mom too. You guys could do a lot of good volleyball. So, it, it, you're playing all summer. Yeah. No, nope, so, just to just to the end of June. Oh yeah, just to the end of June. Oh, <laughs> thank gosh, I know. I, I was talking about this um, before. You know, people who want to try to play softball and show it's mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. Like they can't. It's you know they have some people give it up because they take on the cattle mm-hmm. and the and the sheep or the pigs as their own and as their sport. But it's mm-hmm. cool to hear that people can do both. You know, we yeah. try our best. That's for sure. It's got to hit in the middle. Practice got to be in the middle of the day, right? 
It's normally not. It's normally like five to seven, and then we have to get home from Iowa City and be quick and get things done. Get things done and turned around for the dark. Tell me what some of your goals are this year that you got set for yourselves. I don't know. I think we've got some pretty big goals. Like, Miss, what do you got planned? Miss, Mrs. Second Years, she's got a. She got beat. She needs to get her stuff back together. <laughs> we were going for a four hole, but we didn't get it. So oh, I know. Try again. Yeah. I know. Well, so you got, you want like Champion County Fair lambs is what you're going for in the hogs and in the cattle, cattle. Oh, and the sheep. sheep. We're just, we're going to do, you're going to do like a five hole. We're going to try. I definitely know there's lots of competition at our county fair. Yeah. But this first season of ladies in the lead, I'm interviewing people all from Cedar County and the season's called home because our county is a really strong competitive county Mm -hmm. and not only in cattle but also in the hogs and in the sheep and in the goats i mean we've had state fair champions in the last six to eight years come out of our county at the iowa state fair hog show the market goat show we've won you know we've had breed champions in the cattle we always have cattle in the final drive which is really a cool thing about our county makes it tough though doesn't it it does it pushes us do you like it I do actually. When I interned last summer in Lynn County at the at their county, it was so weird to see how different it is from county to county. Because I mean, they only have like one or two, and we have twenty, twenty five that are actually good and will yeah. compete at the next level. And so that's always neat to see. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it makes us better in the long run. It does make us better. Um, I know that we we all bust our butts to mm-hmm. get it, step it up. You know, I think that. Do you remember a time in your guys' last few years that you really can say, you know what, this year we really cranked it up, like we really turned a corner and we went from just kind of doing it and doing it average, but really stepped it up? Is there a time that you remember that? Like, mm-hmm. would you say that you really committed to that? I know, Zane, you're just getting started, but... I want to say like? probably, probably this last year was probably our year for the pigs, I want to say, because... We, we had never won the county fair with pigs or Right, anything. and you've only really been doing it, what, yeah. three, four years? Three or four years, and so that was like a big, not to only just get it with one, but get it both, and they were litter mates, and so yeah. it's like even better. And so I think that that was a big turnaround for us, just to see that happen. and Set the bar. Set the bar for us, that knowing that we can do bigger and better things than we, than we already are. And yeah. Do you think it came down to the breeding, or the exercise, or the feed, or what? Um. Just got good genetics, got good pigs. I'm, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> One thing leads to another, I guess. I'm not quite sure. Obviously, if you've got a good pig, you normally yeah, you know how to do all things. But and, you raised them, right? Yeah. So you you were obviously matching something up and doing that. Yeah, I mean, we try our best. We're still learning, and so... I know. So tell me about the regional and national. You guys usually go to State Fair, mm-hmm. go to Exarbon, mm-hmm. been to Louisville, I've not been to Louisville this, this year. This year's got to be the year, I guess. <laughs> Keep going, huh? I know. Well, Zane, you'll be eligible to show at State Fair this year. Mm-hmm. We've been We've, to Kansas City. Kansas City. You went to the Arizona National. We did go to. Did you get pigs or sheep down there? We took pigs, but my cousins took sheep. Yeah. For him, it was his last last show ever. That how he was showed. that show? It was good. It, the trip down there was not so hot. Is it like twenty three hours? Well, it was. For normal people, ours was turned into like 36. <laughs> we blew a tire off Don't going down the mountain. The electronics and the brand new truck stopped working, you know. It always it is was, a story with you guys. And it was Christmas Eve and no tire shop anywhere is open. We hit the first ever snowstorm in New Mexico ever. Ever. 
It was cold too, wasn't it? It was pretty cold. I was wearing a winter coat in Phoenix, and it was. That is that is really cool. That was one show. And for those who don't know when the Arizona National is, it's right over the New Year's holiday, and it's just a, and it's I just remember it's different. That's for sure. Yeah. Did you get a lot of southern animal, like a lot of southern states Um, come over, or is it people from the north, like Denver, coming down? I want to say so. It's a lot of like I want to say there's a lot of California people there too. Mm Um, here and there you hear people say, oh, I'm from the Midwest. Yeah. Oh, yep. I'm from Iowa. So they know where that is. Obviously you know? <laughs> most people are from the South. They're like, where's that? You yeah, know, well, I when know. you say Iowa or something. And, um, yeah. Would you go again? Yeah. I think I, I'm hopeful maybe we can hit it again. We had the U we showed lot this past year that Zane showed at the County Fair that got reserve U. Uh, went down there and got six overall U. Oh wow! And so that was pretty cool. We didn't we didn't show her, but a family friend of ours did. So that's awesome. Yeah, I know that's cool. Have you guys been to Denver? We have not. We actually um, we found out the hard way that we entered the same year we showed fe- in Phoenix, and I did pretty good at Phoenix with my guilt. I got like second in class. Um, we decided not to go, and I lose all participation towards that for the rest of my life. Oh. Or because you entered and you didn't I go? Because I entered and didn't go, but like Zane would still be able to go. Um, oh, I So we know. found that out the hard way. <laughs> that is the hard yeah. way. Cause I just didn't know that. Just because there's so much. To the lottery system. It's like system. a lottery and, and to get, to in. get in. Oh, shoot. Huh. All right. Well, tell me. Everybody has a favorite. Tell me your favorite animal you've ever shown. My favorite animal? Mm. Heifer, steer... We don't lamb. show steers. Don't show steers. I show steer once. <laughs> <laughs> one steer. What happened to that one? I'm sure I know what happened to that one. Pig? Do you have a favorite pig? Yeah. Okay, tell me your favorite pig. Lefty. Lefty. Okay, tell me about Lefty. Guilt um, or Barrel? Guilt. Guilt. Why was she called Lefty? Because she had a black left ear. A black left ear. Did you raise her? Uh-huh. Yes. And what was she crossbred? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How'd she, it was her personality or what wooed you over? Why made her famous? Mm. Why is she your favorite? Just because like she did well and. Pigs are so cool because they have such personalities, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you haven't shown pigs. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> I mean, no, nothing against our lambs, but sometimes lambs are just. Dumb. 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 Oh <laughs> gosh. And then if you get one that's got a good personality, mm-hmm. it's super fun, right? And the goats have tons of personality. We all know cattle have personality. Yeah. But the pigs really The have. pigs is like a it's like a dog, honestly. I know. What's your favorite trick to teach your hogs? Um to roll over. You could teach your pig to roll over. To lay on their side, not yeah. to not to roll completely oh, oh, roll over. Yeah. How do you do down. it? You scratch their belly. Just scratch their belly. Yeah. And then marshmallows, are you doing that? Mm-hmm. To hold their heads up? Are you training them with marshmallows or what? No, we just give them treats. Sometimes it's like, oh, you're here. Here's a marshmallow. So <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. What do you think if in 10 years, Zane, and you look back, and now you're the same age as Blake. And Blake, now you're 10 years older. So what are you going to be? Are you just going to be? Are you maybe you're 30? I'm going to be 30. You're going to be 30, and you're going to be 20. 21. 21. Oh, my gosh. In 10 years. 10 years. When you look back, what do you want? What do you want one of your favorite memories to be? Um, the next ten years. I'm hopeful one of our goals is to get another 
grand champion at the state fair. Probably. It's been a minute since we've been there, but we're... we're well, you've been doing pretty... You made final drive with the no, yeah, We're normally pretty consistent with the final drive. I mean, I don't think I've missed a final drive since I've shown, but... Yeah. Never. I never pulled it out, actually. I've never won the state fair myself, but... Well, this a, is the last year, so you yeah. might you can save it for this year. Maybe it's my best shot this year. I mean, we're surely going to try, but... Um, obviously there's lots of good competition, so who knows? I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen in the next mm-hmm. 10 years. Think about that. Like you're going to graduate to college, <laughs> you know, you may not be around saying yeah. you're going to take it on all by yourself. Well, you wouldn't be all by yourself. Your parents will be around, <laughs> you know, but it's going to look different. I mean, you guys it have had will. this special bond in the barn the whole time together and it'll look back. I know. I think the, it'll be fun in 10 years. I'll come back and interview again. Okay. And we'll play <laughs> this interview and then we'll say. Oh, what was your favorite memory? How much have you grown? (laughs) (laughs) All right, tell me this. What's the best advice you could give somebody who's 10 years old Uh and wants to show, and they don't have, like, the support that you have, Zane? Like, what's the best thing you could tell them? To at least try. That's an excellent answer. Try. Try their hardest. Yeah. To do as best they can. And, like, to work on what they have. And just try. Yeah. I like it. What do you think your best advice you would give to somebody? I mean, find something you're passionate about. I mean, it doesn't, in any industry, regardless of what it is, it doesn't have to be the livestock industry whatsoever. I mean, find something you're interested in, go for it. I mean, if you've got that, then I think you can do whatever you want with that. Mm-hmm. I think if you're not interested and don't have the passion for it, then you probably shouldn't be in it. So I think that's why we, why we are where we are is because we're passionate about what we do and we work hard to get our goals done and I think that's that that's personally important for us but yeah I think one thing that I've really been learning as I do all these conversations with people is the people that are really leading the way are doing the work they're out there every night you know rinsing the heifers or setting them up or they're walking the pigs or they're they're just jumping in and they're mm-hmm. doing it they're doing the work and I like how Zane you said just try because you guys started pigs Four years. We had no like, idea. No, what you we had no were idea. Doing. You grabbed a pig, and then all of a sudden, and, and I think that's a lot of a lot of people do that. They'll try a goat, and then or they'll try one other species, you know, that they haven't tried. Maybe I mean it would never happen here, but I don't think you would try rabbits or you know or a dog or. Dad was a grand champion rabbit at the Iowa State Fair. What? I did not know that. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, or ducks or chickens <laughs> or you know, not. I mean, whatever. But I like how you said just try. Because so many people are just scared to try, aren't they? Yeah, I know. That's a big one. Goodness sakes. All right. Well, we always end up with these conversations with quick fire questions. So you just answer away. So the first thing we want to know is, what is the music that's played in the barn? It's normally me. I'm normally on, on charge. <laughs> and, and what is it? Normally, it's it, we have a new playlist this year. But, I mean, normally it's country and that's pretty good <laughs> well, my mom doesn't like when bad words come out so i can't really play that around saying so so but, well, i've heard a lot of gangster from people yeah people have been it's, like, it's really good pump up music to get to work i mean that's what people listen to in the gym so get but you're doing country saying is that your choice country or would you rather have a different um, playlist we listen to like old school pop too like, like old school okay like, like, th- like, like, like 2000s <laughs> age me up here a little 2000s? Yeah. That's, yeah. Favorite song? That's where all the good music was. Oh, I don't know. They always get you going. Same playlist. Always starts at the first song, goes through. Oh, 
I think it shuffles from here and there. I don't remember exactly. Okay. It's got like 300 songs on it, so. Good. I mean. I love it. Okay, <laughs> country. Phew. Finally, somebody listens to country. I couldn't believe how people were like, rap, gangster rap, <laughs> hard rock, like naughty word, hard rock. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're right. You know, people just assume that since you're in the barn, you listen to country. You know, like, mm-hmm. I was like, nobody listens to country. <laughs> All right, next fire. What do you wear to the barn to do chores? Do you look homeless? Or do you wear actual shoes? Um, what do you wear to the barn? Well, I, this is a rare occasion. I got home from work and went straight to the barn. But normally, we look pretty homeless. <laughs> We've got our token work shoe or Crocs. Oh, Crocs. Yes. Token. We find ourselves in the Do you wear socks? Rock. No. No. I just rinse it off. Just Wet socks are a no-go for me. I don't like socks at all. <laughs> don't like I, socks I never, I never wear socks. You never wear socks at all? So you're wearing Crocs, shorts, t-shirts, mm-hmm. messy bun? Probably. Yeah. Probably. That's, that's it. And then when we go to the show, your animal doesn't even recognize you because you like put on clothes. We, and look, you... we look nice and have a polo on, <laughs> button down, pants or shirts tucked in. Oh my gosh. Of course it is. All right. Favorite show that you've ever showed at? I would say the Iowa State Fair. Okay. What year? I don't think it matters. Um... I took my senior pictures there. Yeah. I, that honestly just feels like home to me. Or it is home. home. Yeah. It's just such a great place. What do you think, Zane? You're, you're more limited. You've shown some, though. But I do like Kansas City as well. Kansas City is a good show, too. Yeah. How about you? Favorite show you've ever shown at? I'm not sure. Not sure yet? You don't have a favorite yet? No jackpot show or anything like that? No. All right. Biggest goal you've ever accomplished? Well, I haven't accomplished my biggest goal yet, um, but I think that they would have to be with pigs, honestly. Uh, when we went to Phoenix and we got second in class at a major show, we were like, oh my God, like, <laughs> like, this is my pretty... second show ever. Like I've never, like yeah. didn't ever expect that. And then the very next year we got second in class behind the reserve Mark Hogg at Kansas City. And we were like, okay, we're on a roll now. But we haven't. It's good. That's good stuff. We've been learning. So Yeah. Zane, um, biggest goal so far? To get a purple ribbon, and I got it. Where at? Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> you got three last year. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You got three grand Three ribbons. grand ribbons. I know. That's so cool. All right. Proudest moment in your career? Proudest moment in my career would have to be watching my little sister win all three shows at the county fair. I mean, I was a little bit jealous, <laughs> probably in hindsight, but yeah, I know that was a pretty good moment. I'm saying it's hard to say like your proudest moment in your career because you've been showing for like four years, right? Two or three years. Mm-hmm. I know, but that's pretty good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Well, I cannot thank you guys enough. Can yes. you believe we've already talked for like a half hour? I know that's crazy. It goes so fast when we start talking about this stuff. I know that so many people look to you guys and watch you work hard and watch your family, but I love how you guys work together as a family. Um, I think that's probably one of the reasons why you guys are so good for each other, you know, and there's sisters and brothers out there that are trying to figure it out. (laughs) And I think it's pretty awesome as ladies, especially as girls, as sisters, that you guys can figure it out and keep pushing yourself. Tell me what you're going to be doing in the next five years like you got to go for well hopefully i graduate college next year you are what are you talking (laughs) about yeah um and then get a big girl job and see where you're at see where i'm at major 
Ad Communications. Oh, good. So I, I just changed it from animal science last year. So um, I think it's a good one for you. Yeah, I do too. I, What's your dream job? I think something in sales and marketing in the ag industry. Um, the ag communications degree is so broad that I do pretty much anything I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I know five years you're going to be in what grade? Same. High school. You're going to be a junior. A junior? You're going to go to prom? Oh my gosh! In five years? That's awesome. No, I'll you're be a going, sophomore. You're going into. I'll be a sophomore. You're going into sixth grade. I'll Six plus five is eleven. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! Can you believe that? In five years, you'll be in high school. That's going to be so awesome. In three years, you're going to be in high school. Three years, you're going to be in high school. I bet you'll be playing volleyball. Mm, We'll see, huh? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Who knows? That'll be good. Maybe you'll be showing rabbits. (laughs) You'll be showing rabbits. (laughs) You'll be like practicing hopping them and like teaching them all sorts of stuff. That would be awesome. Okay, well, we're going to wrap up this episode, and I just want to thank you both again for being a part of it, and thanks for sharing it, because it's pretty cool, and I thank you so much for being the lady in the lead, and I can't wait to watch you in the next five years. Yes, it's going to be thanks awesome. thanks for having us. Yep. All right, you guys, we look forward to having the next Ladies in the Lead episode come out. We can't wait for you to tune in. Thanks for being with us today. And that's a wrap for another episode of Ladies in the Lead. I want to thank Austin Garner for being my producer. I'm your host, Joan Garner, and we can't wait to see you guys out on the road. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and of course, check us out on Facebook at Joan Garner. We'd love to see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.